You people, you crazy beautiful people, you. So within a week of the official launch of our Patreon, we have broken our fourth stretch goal, the one that is going to allow us to start making additional bonus episodes for you guys. And honestly, this is happening a lot quicker than any of us were ever expecting it might be able to. So we have a little bit of work to do over on our end to get all of our turtle ducks in a row before we have solid details on when that's going to release and what it's going to look like. But we're getting our ideas together and don't worry, we're going to keep you updated as soon as we get those additional details all ironed out. But in the meantime, holy cow, we just want to thank you all from the bottom of our hearts. The outpouring of generosity that we've seen from our fans has been very humbling. And, you know, it would be one thing if this was just my personal side hustle and I was making some extra cash for myself on top of my regular job. But the fact that we're actually going to be able to use this podcast to put food on the table for Caleb and his family, you know, working as an independent artist, is a very bold and kind of scary thing to do and I am just amazed by the turnout that we've seen and so glad that we're able to make some real good difference in the lives of the people here over at ImpTab. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. We are so excited to start making extra episodes for you guys. And at this point, who knows how much longer it's going to be before we hit that next stretch goal and start bringing back the additional campaign. Uh, just wild times over here at Improv Tabletop. It's insane. You, you guys are insane, but in the best way possible. We love you all so much. Much love and stuff. Let's get on with the show. Previously on ImpTab Avatar. After having arrived in the middle ring of Bossing Sei, Amar and Zaya met up with Hu Li and Rian Sungi, who had come up with a plan to sneak them into the upper ring in some instrument cases under the guise of a performance that they were going to be putting on. So they snuck in and on the rail car ran into a repairman who was going to be repairing the signal basins that they were hoping to sabotage. So they followed this man to the basin and managed to re-sabotage it after he'd fixed it, halting the possibility that the Dai Li might be able to light it and inform the rest of the city. After having done this, they headed to the king's palace, where Jetsun was in the middle of a very intense Pai Shou game with Earth King Jaloon. Using secret communication through the placement of tiles, he managed to communicate to King Jaloon that there was a present danger very nearby, ready to strike, and that it was in fact coming from the Dai Li. And so, after King Jaloon managed to win the competition, he encased the feet of Taya and her two associates in stone, prompting the beginning of a battle between our heroes and the Dai Li. Amar and Zaya arrived just in time to begin their attack, but after a quick set of blows back and forth, Taya turned to Amarukami and told him that the Earth King had invited him to Lake Laogai, the activation phrase to turn Amar into a mindless puppet ready to serve the Dai Li at all costs. What's going to happen now that our heroes are going to have to fight against their own ally? Let's find out here in the world of Avatar Legends. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to ImpTab Avatar, the Avatar Legends actual play where we make up almost everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... Caleb Anderton, Mindless Puppet. McKenna Steele. Ha ha! Hi! And Christian Randall. Hello. I'm wearing my Mickey Mouse shirt, so I just... Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> yeah, anybody who wants some really great Mickey Mouse impressions, go listen to Taika's Fun Punch Club, one of our favorite <laughs> campaigns. <laughs> Oh, uh, it, it's a wild time. That one is unhinged. Uh, yeah, most <laughs> campaigns are unhinged, but this was unhinged right. in a truly unhinged way. <laughs> Double jointed way. Yeah. 
Well, uh, let's address the elephant koi in the room. You guys are in the middle of a fight, <laughs> and uh, we never actually got to Zaya's turn last session. And I always like to go first. Well, now you do get to go first instead of last. Look at I that. I know. Look at that. It's so nice. So we're just going to get right into it. Lobsang has grabbed the two Dai Li by the arms. They are currently protecting their objective. They are prepared until they lose their prepared status. Nobody's going to be able to get to Taya. Lobsang has prevented them from using that move again in the future, though. So, yeah, let's go ahead and go over to Zaya. As you see Amar turn towards you, his eyes are completely blank and lifeless. There is no light glinting off of his eyes. He is just this weirdly dead animated puppet almost in front of you. Hmm. Go ahead and clear one fatigue and then roll with creativity or harmony. Yes, please. That is a 10. Very good. You get to use two techniques. Okay. So explain to me real quick how are they just circled around Taya? So they are just standing directly in between the two of you. But again, because they have used protect objective, they have the prepared status. And until they lose that status, nobody's going to be able to engage with Taya. Okay, so what I would like to do is bend the water up to line up right behind them and then have it push up against their backs to cause them to kind of stumble forward. And I would like to inflict the stunned status. Gotcha. So you come in like they're very focused on Lobsang at the moment, who's in front of them grabbing their arms. So you just smack them as hard as you can. And they're both a little dazed. They got some stars kind of exploding in their eyes at the moment. They are stunned. They will be unable to act in the next exchange. Sweet. And then for my second one, I'm going to commit. I'm going to recenter myself amidst all of this. I'm going to shift my balance toward action, Mm. thinking now is not the time to hold back on my bending. It is not the time to let my fears and trauma in regards to that hinder the ability to help my friend. All right. We have reached the end of our first exchange. Would you guys like to use any other moves outside of combat before we get into the next exchange? Any other things that you would like to try and do? I would like to plead with an NPC. All right. uh, With the Earth King in particular. In this moment, I see Amar and I see Zaya and I see we have the whole team here now. All four elements represented people from all over the world. And I turn to the King and I say, Your desire to protect yourself has made you weak. Look at you. Look at who has come to your aid. And I gesture to the benders around him. And look who hunts you. And I gesture to the other earthbenders, the the Dai Li. You must not continue down this path. Yeah, roll with harmony. That's a 12. Nice. Full success, meaning that he acts now and does his best until the situation changes. You see that you have managed to strike a chord with Earth King Jaloon. As you speak to him, you notice that he is still hunched over. It looks like that move that he made to trap Taya and the others did take a lot out of him in his aged state. He has fallen down to one knee at this point. You can see him clenching his teeth against the pain in his back from that exertion. And he looks up at you in this moment of weakness and vulnerability and realizes the danger that he's allowed himself to get into without even realizing it. All of the stuff that's been going on 
on under his nose. And he looks at you and your friends. He looks at Taya and the rest of the Dai Li who have been supposedly working for him. And he gives you a tired nod. He's not able to act necessarily in this moment in his weakened state, but you can see a little change going on behind the eyes of this man. That is exactly what I wanted. Perfect. Man, I was really hoping for some King Boomy stuff where he throws off the robe and he's jacked. <laughs> and most powerful just earthbender ripped. just going to fix all this. Now, this guy is a little bit too... He's living a sedentary life of decadence, so he's uh, not in good shape like King Boomy is, unfortunately. <laughs> Darn. But as we get now to the next exchange, is there anybody who would like to defend and maneuver? What can I do? Are my options limited right now? Yes, you cannot defend and maneuver because Taya pressured you in the last exchange, but you can still advance and attack or evade and observe. Okay, I'll advance and attack. All right. Anybody else advancing and attacking? That'll be me. And then evade and observe? I'll take that one this time. Okay. Christian, what do you think Lob Seng would be interested in doing? He's probably going to want to evade and observe as well. Gotcha. So we're going to start with defend and maneuver. Taya, seeing that the tides have turned, she's got her two Dai Li, who, though they are kind of stunned at the moment, are still giving her this buffer against all of you. She's got Amar, who's going to be actively opposing the rest of you. And she gives a heavy sigh of disappointment and says, It seems that my machinations in Bossing Say have gone to naught. I guess I'll just have to turn my attention elsewhere and is going to seize a position and escape the scene. Oh, man. No. She gets onto one knee and with her two fists shoves them into the earth at kind of an angle and just propels herself backward at high speed out of the courtyard, out into the sun, and she dips down beneath the stairs on the far side with a little salute from her head before she leaves your vision. And technically, none of us are engaged with her. Correct, because the Dai Li protected their objective. Now we go to advance and attack. You're way too happy about this. <laughs> I got schemes. <laughs> so, Zaya and Amar roll with passion. That's a 12. I think the first 12 that I have ever rolled. Oh, yeah. I am so proud. But it's against you guys. You realize that, right? No. I forgot, but I'm still proud nonetheless. Well, thank you. Mine is an 11. All right. So both of you get two techniques, or Amar, you could potentially use your fire blade. That was my plan. I will use fire blade. Ooh. Oh, baby. So you mark one fatigue because it's a learned technique, and then you mark an additional fatigue in order to get the effects of the move itself. Wow, really? It takes two fatigue to use? Yeah, so all learned techniques take one fatigue in order to activate them on a full success during combat and then the rules of Fireblade specifically say mark one fatigue to slice through a piece of your surroundings and destabilize your foe's footing, inflicting two fatigue and impaired on them. Gotcha. Though, since you are actively opposing your friends, it might be in your best interest to get yourself more fatigued. You know, that's a good point. Well, I can mark those two fatigues, so I will do that. All right. So what does this look like? I'm going to turn around and I'm going to do that to Zaya. I spin around with that dull, dead look in my eyes, and I slice with my blade of fire just below where her feet are and kind of cause the stone to fall down and shift at an angle and just her feet just slide out from under her. 
Yeah, with the precision of a master welder that you did not even realize you had before this moment, you're able to slice through this very precise, very concentrated jet of flame coming out of your fingertips. And so, Zaya, you take two fatigue and you are impaired, meaning that until you can overcome this condition, you'll need to mark one fatigue or take a minus two to all physical actions. Like ongoing? Indeed. And actually, one quick note, Amar, now that you've used your fire blade, it is no longer a learned technique. It is a practiced technique. Nice. So is that only when it's successful that it becomes a practice technique? Nope. As soon as you use it in combat, then it becomes a practice technique. Ah. And then the way to use a practice technique is you still have to have a full success to use it, but you don't have to spend a fatigue in order to do so anymore. Ah. But it is your turn. What would you like to do? Okay, so what I'm going to do is I am going to get up off my feet, go back on my hands, and then paddle onto my feet. And then I am going to strike at Amar, just like a geyser shooting out of my hand right into his stomach, Oof. forcing them to mark two fatigue, mark in condition, or shift their balance away from center. Their choice. Or you can mark one fatigue in order to choose two fatigue or a condition. I believe you only have one fatigue available, so doing that would be quite the risk to you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Thank you, my dear. Um, Caleb. Mm-hmm. You should choose. <laughs> I'm going to mark my final two fatigue. Cool. That's what I wanted you to do anyways. Yes. Cool. Oh, boy. And then I am going to pressure. And what I would like to do as I am shooting this geyser out of my hand, blasting into your stomach, I'm saying, we are your friends. This is enough. And you cannot use advance and attack. Okay. Here we go. That does it for advance and attack. Let's go to evade and observe. Jetsoon, clear one fatigue and roll with creativity or harmony. That is a six. Mm, you can shift your balance one way from center to still get one technique if you want. I am shifting my balance one more towards leadership. All right. I think that makes a lot of sense for the current situation. And I'm going to use slide around the blow and get up in the engagement with these two stunned hooligans who've gone and run amok. So for the next exchange, they can only use techniques against me. Yeah, I think that fits really well with the narrative in that you're looking at your friends. They are both a lot more beat up than you are. You only got one fatigue and one condition. You're doing pretty good right now. So I can definitely see that leadership coming in in this moment to say, I'm going to take a hit for the team, essentially. Would you consider that a personal sacrifice? I would consider that a personal sacrifice. Enough to clear me of my guilt? Ooh, Very nice. I like that. Go ahead and unmark guilty. Well done. And I'll even say in response to that, like, as you put yourself out on a limb in this moment, you turn and you lock eyes with Loeb Sang, who is also acting in the same rank here. And he looks at you and just gives a smile and a nod. Perfect. I love it. Now, for Loeb saying, he is going to bolster you in this moment as he sees you taking this personal sacrifice for the team. With that smile and that nod, he's going to give you the prepared status. I will definitely take that. And since the two Dai Li are stunned, that's going to bring us to the end of this exchange. Anything else you guys want to do before you get back into the fight with these two? And with Amar. <laughs> I would like to assess a situation. Yeah, go ahead and roll with creativity. That is an 11. Oh, booyah. So you get to ask two of the questions. 
I would like to know, number one, what is my best way out of this situation? Gotcha. So the situation that you're currently in, the most present danger to you right now is Amar. I'll give you that one for free. <laughs> the two Dai Li operatives, they've marked all their fatigue. They've marked two conditions. They only have one condition left before they're incapacitated. So realizing that Amar is the biggest obstacle to getting out of this situation, you think back to the experiences that you've had before, like now that you see so much similarity between you knew that Loeb Sang had been brainwashed by the Dai Li, and now you know that Amar has been brainwashed by the Dai Li, your best way out is probably to try and appeal to Amar in a similar way to how you appeal to Loeb Sang. Perfect. Then I would like to ask the question, what here can I use to appeal to Amar? Mm. You think back to the experiences that you've had with Amar so far, the moments that you've had to bond, and one of your first like real big bonding moments happened in a little cabana in the middle of the Misty Palms Oasis when you shared a pie with each other. And you look down and you can see that box with the slice of pie <gasps> that one of the Dai Li has dropped in the midst of this kerfuffle and it's still sitting there open. There's that little kind of slit in the top from when you put the note in there, but completely untouched. And the thing that I keep forgetting about assess a situation is as long as you act on the stuff you've learned, you get a plus one ongoing. So if you try and use this pie to appeal to Amar, you'll get a plus one ongoing. <laughs> All right, then what I would like to do using my squad leader ability is earn one team. Having assessed a situation using guidance, I would like to now guide Zaya and say, feed him the pie. <laughs> and that will be my guidance to earn me one team. Which I love because I was, before you even had said, I want to assess the situation, my plan was to attempt to guide and comfort. <laughs> so I would like to bend the pie. I don't know. like <laughs> It's a cream-based pie. No, like use water to like, it style paper boat floating down the water. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the box over if you think that would work, Ned. Yeah, I think you can just like reach around, maybe even just like freeze some water around the box itself and then pull the ice towards you. Okay, so I'm gonna do that and pull it. <laughs> I'm just gonna stuff my hand in there and shove it in his mouth and then I'm gonna give him a really big hug <laughs> and I'm gonna just fully embrace Amar and speak calmly and say, first of all, I'm really sorry that was very forceful, but Jetsun usually knows what to do in these situations and I'm not as good at it. I guess I'll just say this. You joined us as a potential enemy now, I couldn't imagine the library without you. Oh. So snap out of it, please. All right. So since you are angry and you have a minus two to guide and comfort, I will say you have also triggered the requirements for attempting to jog or heal the memory of a person who's been brainwashed by the Dai Li. So you could do that instead and not have the minus two. I like that a lot. Let's do that. And I would also like to spend my one team to bolster her, giving her a plus one to the roll. Nice. So that means you're going to have a plus two, one for the bolster and one for Jetsun's assessor situation. And then what do I roll with? With harmony. Sweet. That's a 14. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. On a full success, they receive a spark of insight connecting their current situation with their past. So Amar, 
in this moment, your past is so ambiguous to you. Your brain is floating in this realm that you can't quite feel. Everything is intangible to you. Your vision is fuzzy. You don't really understand the actions that you're taking. And so in this moment, the past that you hearken back to is the very first time Zaya Gaiden comforted you. You find yourself sitting once more on that austere library bed in your prison cell that they'd made out of a dormitory, and this woman who you've never seen before sitting next to you and showing you this care and this attention, even though you had supposedly harmed her through some action you don't even remember. And it is that moment that comes back into your mind as you feel this embrace, as you taste the pie in your mouth, <laughs> remembering also that wild night in Misty Palms Oasis. <laughs> and you feel everything getting a little bit sharper, the fuzziness going away. You close your eyes hard. And when you open them, your irises have contracted again to a normal size. The shine has returned to them and you have regained control over yourself. And I will shake myself a little bit, wipe a little pie from the corner of my mouth. I'll look her in the eyes, and I'll say, don't worry about being too forceful. I can take it. <laughs> Next exchange. <laughs> For the record, that, that, that was less... Uh, it was perfect is what it was. It was yeah. Mm -hmm. That was less... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, platonic? It was more platonic than it sounded. <laughs> it was less provocative in my mind. <laughs> Jetsun will see this and say, I've got them distracted. Hurry. So next exchange, it's just all of you versus these two Dai Li who are just overcoming their stunned condition from last time. Would anybody like to defend and maneuver? Would anybody like to advance and attack? I would. I would. And evade and observe? I am going to evade and observe because I need to clear some fatigue. Yeah, you Oof, do. Yeah. Uh, Christian, what do you think Loeb Singh wants to do? I would like it if he would defend and maneuver, specifically retaliate. If he chooses to advance and attack, I feel like that would also be appropriate for him. Okay. Based on what the Dai Li are going to do, I'm going to have him advance and attack, let's say. So that brings us to defend and maneuver with the Dai Li. Now that they have overcome their stunned, they see that Taya has abandoned them. They are not feeling great about this situation. They are going to try and seize a position to try and get out. And Loeb saying immediately is going to spend one fatigue to stop him. Nice. Yeah, he's got plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, he's doing pretty good right now. And that brings us to advance and attack. So Zaya and Jetsun, each of you roll with passion. I will roll with harmony. Yep, fighting like dancing. I can do nothing, I got a three. Well, you could shift your balance to get one technique. Away from center? Away from center. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I know you want me to, Ned my boogie, I am going to not. <laughs> okay, fine. I will say that I wanted to, but then my brain is still kind of like, what just happened? <laughs> yeah, Zaya is probably pretty stunned by that response she got from Amar. All right, so go ahead, check my negative status as stunned. <laughs> so Jitsun, what did you roll? An 11. Oh. Sweet. You get two techniques. Perfect. I would actually like to just use one again. Breath of Wind. Mm. Oh, so good. <laughs> Since I got another one. 
that pushes it to mastered. So in order to master something, there is a condition that you will have to meet, uh, and we will need to discuss exactly what that condition is going to be. But even then, just as a practice technique, Breath of Wind is very good. Yes, and no need to mark a fatigue this time. So I will, again, take my staff and blow through the hole carved on one end and just blow straight down to the ground so it blows back up and kind of throws them up into the air for a minute so they'll fall onto their backs. That would mark four fatigue or be stunned. Yeah, so they don't have a lot of fatigue left. They can't willingly mark any fatigue, so they're going to have to go with stunned. So they have just been blocked by Loeb Sang in the middle of their escape attempt. So you blow them up into the air. They are once again stunned. And as they come back down, you see Loeb Sang positions himself beneath them with one fist out to each side pointed upwards. He is going to strike. And as they fall, he just punches each of them right in the spine. And you hear the wind knock out of both of them. And in slow motion, they kind of bounce back from the retaliation up into the air for a moment, like three more feet back up. And then he removes his arm. They fall to the ground beside him. And he is going to mark one fatigue as well to force them to mark their final condition, which is guilty. Perfect. Look at that team maneuver from our airbenders. Just like the good old days. I run up to Jetsun, kind of grab him to face me, and I I know Taya is gone, and that it's going to be difficult to find her, but I mean, we've got what we came here for, and I don't think we are in a place to continue this. We need to just let her go for now. I look out behind me. My grip tightens. You can hear the wood creak under my fingers of my staff as my knuckles go white as I look back at Zaya and I look out towards where Taya disappeared before letting out a breath. I look over at Loeb Sang and nod slowly. Yes, we've accomplished what we came for and once these two, and I gesture to the two Daili, once they wake up, they may be able to give us a little more information about where we could go next. I feel like we've uncovered something here, but there's still more we don't know. And you hear a creaking of joints from off to the side, and you see King Jaloon is being helped up by a woman that you have not seen before, presumably his secretary or something. And he says, Oh, you can be certain that they will speak. They will give us all of the information they are hiding from us. And he spits on the ground. (laughs) And he turns to this woman who is helping him to his feet, and he brushes himself off and says, Judy, go and get some actual guards. <laughs> Incredible. Um, if I may, can I look around? Where's Juhui? Juhui is gone, and so is that monkey statue. That <laughs> sneaky so-and-so, I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not too surprised. Plus, we can use it as more examples as to why the Earth King should look outside the Earth Kingdom for more help. <laughs> and as Judy walks away to find some guards, he goes, So hard to find good help. Everybody could use a Judy. <laughs> <laughs> um, your Highness, these are my friends. Amar, Zaya, and Lobsang. We came to retrieve Lobsang after we had an incident with your Dai Li agents. It appears they have been using some sort of technique to adjust the minds of your citizens. I'm not entirely sure the reason or the extent, but we needed to let you know as soon as possible. Uh, We apologize, but that is the reason for our subterfuge in approaching you in this way. 
This is news to me. Apparently, Tyre has been hiding a number of things from my eyes. I have not heard of these techniques before, but I would not be surprised if that little shrew is behind it. With your permission, we would like to question some of the Dai Li. Amar and Lobsang have been affected by this. We are hoping maybe if we speak to them, we might be able to get some more information to help them. Amar in particular has something in his past that is of great interest to the rest of us, and if we could perhaps extract some more information regarding that, we may be able to move on and leave you to manage your affairs as you see fit. Of course, and managing I have ahead of me, do I not? And he looks up at you with a bit of shame in his eyes, thinking back to your earlier conversation during the middle of the fight. And I will place a wizened hand on his shoulder and say, You are obviously a man of great wisdom, for you have many shortcomings. And he looks up at you from his stooped position and gives a little smile and says, don't worry, you will be as short as me too someday. <laughs> <laughs> he reaches out his own wizened hand much more than yours and places it on your back. And once again, you feel that shaking going throughout your entire body. And he says, come with me. You shall have quarters here within my palace where you shall be unharmed by the wickedness of the world. You shall have a hot meal, a place to sleep and free reign to speak to these pathetic worms here. And he gestures to the unconscious Daily. Oh, we are very, very grateful. Team, if you'll follow me, I think we are all in need of a very good rest. I'm gonna go and help Amar up. Um, are you okay? I think so. Thank you. That was quite effective. And that pie was delicious. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how he does it, but... I tell you what, that pie could cure just about any ailment you can have. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're okay. That, that, that was a little scary for a minute. I'm sorry, I, I did not mean to frighten you. Are you all right? From, I, I did not mean to hurt you either. I, I mean, I did, but, but it, it was not me. That's all right. I got my revenge. I got a punch in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So, <laughs> no harm, no foul, right? I'll hold out a little fist bump for you. I'll fist bump. I'll make a little explosion happen in between it with fire. <gasps> a little spark. Marmar's going to come down and he's going to try and also fist bump you to see if it'll happen if he does it. I do the same, but uh, much, much smaller. That's probably for the best. <laughs> and Marmar jumps a little bit, but then smiles and gives you the hamster finger guns. <laughs> and then I'll put a little walnut on my shoulder so he can snack on that while we walk. All right. So as far as resting and recuperating, you guys have been through a lot recently. Mm -hmm. Just a bit. So according to the rules for clearing fatigue, a night's rest in a comfortable location clears four fatigue. It says that a week's rest clears five fatigue, but you guys are in the palace of a king. I think a night here being pampered by royal servants is going to be enough to clear five fatigue. Wow. And then additionally, as far as returning to center goes, as the book says here, whenever time passes or you've had a chance to rest and reflect, reset your bounce to center. A single night usually isn't enough for your character to regain their composure and bring their bounce back to center, but it's possible that a particularly calming location or practicing meditation might help you find yourself again. And I think given the circumstances of this very impressive location and all the services that are being offered to you, you may all return yourselves to center as well, if you would like. Nice. I would. 
I was planning on doing some pretty intense meditation that night. And what about clearing conditions? Yeah, with conditions, these ones are a little trickier because you do either have to do the thing that it tells you to do or do some guiding and comforting. I'm always down to guide and comfort. Yeah, I am guilty and insecure. I'm going to have to take care of those. Insecure seems like it might be one that is relatively easy to get rid of as you get rid of it by taking a foolhardy action without talking to your companions. I'm sure in the palace of a king, you may be able to come across an idea or two. Mm-hmm. Without telling anybody, I go jump in the main fountain. <laughs> <laughs> that's my uh, morning ablutions. You lapse back and forth. <laughs> I figure, yeah, I'll say that's enough to get rid of insecure for you. Oh my gosh, I love it. And man, then I was guilty from not being able to help Zaya in that fight with the Dai Li after the train car oh so long ago. Give me a minute. I'll come back to that. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel that I've done anything to absolve my anger. Well, clearing angry requires you to vent your anger either by breaking something important or lashing out at a friend, and you did literally lash out at Amar. That is true. Mm -hmm. I'm in a generous mood, so we'll let that one slide (laughs) through. Ah, I love generous mood men. If it's possible, might I go to Amar to guide and comfort him? Yeah, I believe so. So the next day, as we're still getting ready to question some of the Dai Li during our morning squats, as is our tradition now, Mm -hmm. um, Amar, I am very glad that you two arrived when you did. I was rather worried about you both. You'd been gone all night, and are you doing well? Was Did you get into too much trouble? Are you okay? There was a lot that happened. And man, knowing now what I do, it, it makes sense that the Dai Li could get under my skin so bad. But there was one time where the Dai Li, we were escaping from when they first tried to kidnap us. And the Daily had me over a barrel so bad that I could not even do anything to help. I mean, Zaya did the whole thing herself. She got us out of there and I did nothing. I wouldn't sell yourself so short. Amar, before you joined us, it was Loeb Sang, Zaya, and myself. And we worked well together. Loeb Sang and I have a history. We are an effective team. Zaya always seemed to feel a little out of place. Ever since you arrived, though, and joined us, she has truly blossomed in a way that I did not see before. And I think you are to thank for that. You may feel, at times, that she is doing things far beyond what you feel capable of. Perhaps you feel as if she is carrying you. But I think you should know, you just being here has helped her in ways that I was not able to. And I would like to guide and comfort to try and remove his guilt. Roll with harmony. Eleven. That's quite good. Amar's chest is swelling up a bit with reinflated ego in a healthy way. But uh, that was some pretty good guiding and comforting. Yeah. So, Amar, you can choose to accept the guidance and comfort or you can shut down Jetsun. Yeah, I accept that. Okay. So you can clear guilty. And now, Jetsun, you may ask one question and Amar must answer honestly. As I do my last squat and kind of stand back up, legs shaking. Now I do have one question. We know that you had some sort of connection with Taya. Uh, Your memories came back in flashes, you said. Have any of the memories that have returned to you been about the missing manuscripts? And I'd like to close my eyes, take a deep breath in, and sift through all the memories that have come back so far. 
seems like we have triggered the effects of when you are confronted with a person, place, or thing that may unearth a memory out of your daily induced amnesia, you may roll with focus if you would like. Man, come on. Why'd I roll the best when it was against you guys? <laughs> you need to invest in better dice. I, <laughs> that's, st- it's a seven. Partial success. So you're going to take two fatigue or one condition, but <laughs> you do receive a spark of insight connecting your current situation with your past. And the spark of insight that you receive is now that you've had so much more experience with Taya, like up close and personal, that you've seen a bit more of her devious side you are able to connect without a doubt that she was there when you were stealing those manuscripts from Anchitong's library. Okay. And you also remember the face of the person who had been holding you down in the desert as she was wiping your mind. Oh. A big, fat, sweaty mobster. <laughs> Sweat dripping down onto your forehead. Oh, oh man. Gross. Combining brainwashing with water torture. Oh, no. <laughs> Jetsun, I remember... It's a pity that Taya got away because she was there when we tried to steal those, well, when we did steal those manuscripts. So she has a lot more to do with it than we thought. But if she has disappeared beyond finding for the moment, there was one more guy. There were three of you then? Yes. That aligns with the reports we got. Did you notice anything about him? Anything identifying? He was pretty sweaty. (laughs) And definitely Water Tribe. From the north, I believe. Someone from the northern Water Tribe. I remember his face. I do not remember the name, but I feel like there was even a crime family he came from. He was a bad dude. Well, this may aid us in our questioning of the Dai Li. We may even be able to do some research in the libraries here in BSSU. Go Bears. <laughs> I give my little stuffed bear a, a pat on the head. <laughs> and as you're finishing up this chat here, you hear a little knock at the door and Judy appears and she says, the daily operatives are ready to speak to you about what they know. All right, let's get Zaya and let's make this happen. Vroom, vroom. And as you guys vroom, vroom down to your interview with the Dai Li, I think that's where we're going to pick up next time. But first, I know we just did this a couple episodes ago, but it's time to ask some growth questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Because you guys have done a lot in just these past two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It feels good to be back together again. It does. It does. Yeah. I'm very happy. Okay. So first question. And again, we can answer each of these individually in our own ways. Did you learn something challenging, exciting, or complicated about the world? I feel like, yeah. I guess we can check that as a yes. (laughs) All right. Next one. Did you stop a dangerous threat or solve a community problem? Yes. Yes. As well. (laughs) Got rid of the corruption in the Dai Li, or at least presumably. We'll we'll see what happens after that. (laughs) And then finally, did you guide a companion towards balance or end your session at your center? Yes. I actually did this time. Ah, yeah. Love a good palace nap. (laughs) So now we get to the individual questions. Let's start with Amar. Did you try to make amends for past mistakes or prove you're a different person now? I think so, yes. I confronted a lot more of my past life and continued to oppose that. Yeah, and I think the fighting that you did against the Dai Li, even after you'd been put back under the influence of the brainwashing, is a pretty good indicator of that. (laughs) Next up is Jetsun. Did you help a companion find a significant success with their issues or lead the group in finding a significant collective success? I feel like yes, even if it's just helping Amar remember some things or, you know, jumping in there and getting in the fray with the uh, Dai Li. Yeah, you definitely laid a lot of the groundwork for getting that fight happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And then Zaya, did you improve the lives of a community of average citizens or help an ordinary person with their problems? Yeah, the Earth Kingdom as a whole, not necessarily maybe helping 100% of the way, but helping a bit. Yeah, the, <laughs> the entire city of Bossing Se, at least, now that you've <laughs> exposed the corruption of the Dai Li to their king. I mean, yeah. So all of you answered all four questions affirmatively, so I think that means all of you get to mark an advancement. Heck yeah. Quick question. So these carry over, right? So that time I only needed to mark one in order to get to my advancement. Is is that correct? Correct. So, so now I have the same three marked because they were double, basically? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So uh, do any of you already know off the top of your head what you would like to choose for your next advancement? I just need a point in creativity. Creativity. <laughs> that is all. Makes sense. I'm debating, so I... I didn't think we'd be doing it this quickly. <laughs> no worries. I can give you guys some time to mull it over, and then we can uh, go over that at the beginning of our next episode. That'd be good. I do have a question for you. What you got? How do I get more techniques? You get more techniques by learning them from people. And uh, I think you might meet a person in the near future who could potentially teach you a technique. Spoilers. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I will probably be taking a new advancement move from either my playbook or another one. But I'll let you know at the start of the next episode. And until we get to that point, thanks everybody so much for listening to ImpTab Avatar. And we'll be back next time with more adventures in this wild world of Avatar Legends. If you want more, and why wouldn't you, go ahead and subscribe, <laughs> maybe even give us a review. We would be as happy as an opportunistic sneak thief with a fancy new monkey statue if you would go ahead <laughs> and give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Improv Tabletop. So if you'd like to connect with us, you know, maybe you'd like to speak with McKenna about how she feels about this budding romance that's going on, then uh, <laughs> feel free to reach out to us. Future Ned here with a little interruption. We recorded this episode before we launched the Patreon, so we didn't know that we would be shouting at our Sticker Club patrons. So I'm just here to shout at the next three of these intrepid souls. First off, we have Stuttering GM. I heard that Stuttering GM once scheduled a campaign so well that the group managed to meet for, get this, three straight weeks before somebody had to report a scheduling conflict. Truly a masterful feat. Second up, we've got Adrian Garneau. You know how when you're out walking and you pass by somebody who's walking a friendly dog, they always try to kind of chide their dog for wanting to come and say hi to you? Well, I heard that when Adrian Garneau walks past, every owner stops to let them pet that sweet little dog. And third, we've got Aaron Parrott. I heard that Aaron has started taking personal lessons from Jetsoon, and you know what? Even Loeb Sang agrees that Aaron is Jetsoon's most promising pupil. Huge thanks to all of our Sticker Club patrons. We'll be back with more of them in the next episode. But for now, let's get back to the Ned from the past, the that innocent young child. Let's do a round of plugs. McKenna, would you like to take that this time? Yeah. We have a sister podcast. It is called I Cast Fireball. What is that? It's a D&D 5e actual play, and it's really fun, and they're doing a lot of really cool things, and they're just a great group of people, and they're putting out some awesome stories, awesome characters, awesome times. Um, we also have our Fate campaigns. They switch up every month. Personally, my favorite is Animal Station. It's a good one. But I'm biased because I was in it and I had fun making it. So take that however you will. But they are super fun. Everybody is just here to have a good time and tell a good story. So go check those out. The other thing I would like to plug is this should be coming out in July. And it's my birthday month. 
FutureNet here again. Like I mentioned before, we recorded this a while ago, and at the time we recorded it, it was going to be McKenna's birthday in the month that we released it. Surprise, it's not July anymore. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. On with the show. In case you haven't noticed, I love birthdays. So maybe on July 26th, you're like, happy birthday, McKenna. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thanks. Because <laughs> I love birthdays. <laughs> I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that if any of you were to reach out to McKenna at Kenna Steel on Instagram with some late birthday wishes, probably would not go unappreciated. Okay, on with the show. But also, I would just like to plug, um, I know we've talked about it before, but reading a book has been very beneficial for my mental health in the last few weeks. It's a good escape and a good way to get your imagination flowing. So go read a book this summer. You've got time. It's summertime. Right on. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us here in the world of Impetab Avatar 10,000 Things. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I've been joined by... Caleb Anderton, playing Amaru Kami. McKenna Steele, playing Zaya. And Christian Randall, playing Jetsune of the Library. Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on ImpTab Avatar. If it's possible, might I go to Amor? Might I... <laughs> I don't know. Amor? Amor? You know Amor. Amor, get on over here. Get your chores done. <laughs>